When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part, for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Alaska, a vast remote wilderness twice the size of Texas. You could walk for a year without seeing another person in one of the most mysterious corners of the globe. Everything in your being is telling you to get the hell out of there. This is a place hundreds of times more deadly than the Bermuda Triangle. Oh my God. Stories of alien abductions. That was definitely something not from this world. The paranormal, vanishing airplanes, and strange beasts. Bigfoot could be anywhere in Alaska hiding out. Have haunted those who dare set foot here. Who's that? Now I feel like something's after me. In the last 30 years, 16,000 people have disappeared without a trace. In the vastness of this country, it's easy to be swallowed up in it. Witnesses tell us their shocking stories. I was horrified. And we've gathered some of the world's leading experts in their field. I wanted to go out and get the evidence myself and say, this is real. This stuff exists. To try and unlock the mystery of the Alaska Triangle. Alaska, a land full of strange apparitions, ghost ships that roam the seas, and haunted buildings that terrify the living. It's a space with a high energy level. That could be the cause for these manifestations. But one of the most haunted places in the Triangle appears to be its oldest fairground. There's stuff that makes the hair on your arms stand up. And when ghost hunters try to investigate, strange forces seem intent on shutting them down. The screen just went black. The message that I got is, leave me alone. The Tanana Valley State Fair in the north of Fairbanks, towards the middle of the Triangle. Since first starting in 1924, it's become one of the city's oldest and best-loved traditions. 
Every August, this fairground becomes a thriving place full of fun and pleasure. Lloyd Husky was manager here in 2002. There's a lot of passion around the fairgrounds. It's been a pretty continuous event in the interior since 1924. But when the fair closes at the end of summer, the grounds are largely deserted for the rest of the year. Then, it said the only company is strange, ghostly spirits that stalk its empty buildings. When Lloyd first arrived here, he found an eerie energy. My daughter, who was five or six when I was the manager here, oh, she said there was just something weird. There's just something weird about the fairgrounds. When a child has that, you know, that, that sensitivity, it's like, okay, I, I believe you. Soon, Lloyd discovered that there were ghostly goings on here that no one could explain. Some of the staff felt like they were being followed, especially when they were going into the bathroom or they were hearing voices. One day, Lloyd himself experienced something sinister in the fairgrounds offices. A book came off the bookshelf. It wasn't like precariously perched there or anything. It came out of the stacks and hit the floor very loudly. I was like, whoa, okay, I, I, that was weird. But whatever dark spirit was behind this had more in store. A office chair came rolling around into the, the center. Not a soul was around. But then Lloyd seemed to sense a terrifying presence. A wavy motion of something going by the office. That scared me. That was one where it's like, okay, I'm done. I'm out. It seems Lloyd wasn't alone in these menacing encounters. And soon, this dark entity appeared to launch physical attacks. As ex-security officer Doreen Lowe found out, one day, she was closing down the site for winter with her coworker. I went in the one room to shut the water off and get it ready to drain the big old water tank and stuff. And all of a sudden, something smacks me in the head. Not lightly, I mean smacks me. You know, like thrown at me. When Doreen found a sanding sponge on the floor, she thought it was a prank and blamed it on her colleague who'd been next door. He came out from the other room and when I was yelling at him, he goes, I didn't move. I go, what? He goes, no, and we're like, that sanding sponge hit me in the head. Disturbed by these events, Doreen and her coworker quickly moved on to shut down the men's bathroom. But the spirit here seemed to have other ideas. We walk in the door, all of a sudden, the paper towel dispensers and the soap dispensers start shooting out. There was soap going everywhere, paper towels everywhere. Suddenly, it seemed to Doreen that she was being targeted by an evil poltergeist spirit. We look at each other and go, uh-uh, and we turned around, locked the building up, and left it alone for a month because it scared us both. No one could explain who this entity was or what was behind these physical attacks. 
but Jeff Richards may have the answers. He's one of North America's leading experts in the paranormal. Moving an object is certainly escalation. That shows a high degree of energy. That spirit is capable of physically attacking that individual. This is a huge cause for concern. It seems this dark spirit was unwilling to leave the staff alone. The reason would be revealed when a local journalist came here to investigate. He uncovered a terrible truth. I had to get out. I had to get air. This place has an energy because of him. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The Alaska Triangle, one of the most haunted places on Earth. The Tanana Valley State Fair is the highlight of Fairbanks every August. But when the crowds have long gone home, a dark spirit seems to prowl this fairground. An environment like the Alaska Triangle is this massive spiritual draw. And now on top of that, you place a fairground a place that has a high concentration of emotional connection, that is giving us a perfect storm for manifestations and spiritual activity of all kinds. Former TV anchorman Daryl Clark investigated reports of hauntings at the fairground for the local news. When you come up here, you're cold, have that feeling that somebody's here, and it's something intriguing to me. 
Daryl's news item focused on Badger Hall, a building at the heart of the fairground. This is where strange footsteps and voices have reportedly been heard. Today, Daryl's back to continue his investigation, but an unknown force here seems to have unsettled him. As soon as I was alone in this building, I had to get out, I had to get air, and it's not like I couldn't breathe, it was just this place engulfed me. And for that one minute, I had to get out. It's just this place, it's what happened here. Darrow found answers during his news investigation. Five years previously, he spent the night at Badger Hall with a team of paranormal researchers. As soon as they walked through the door, their electromagnetic meter confirmed a ghostly presence. We turned it on and pretty soon it just spiked all the way to its highest level. Later that same evening, reporter Daryl and the investigators moved upstairs. Here, they witnessed more unsettling paranormal activity. There were footsteps heard over and over again. And it wasn't just coming up and down the stairs. It was throughout the room. By the time the clock struck 2 a.m., the ghost hunters heard another strange phenomenon. We heard murmurs. We could hear talking. And nobody was there. Nobody was there. Perhaps the dark entity that's said to stalk these buildings is also behind these ghostly incidents. Paranormal expert Jeff Richards thinks some kind of tragedy from the past could have created a so-called residual haunting here. A residual haunting is essentially a snapshot of an event or emotion. And sometimes these emotions are tied to tragedies and things that have caused a scar almost of sorts that has captured the energy. So it just replays again and again and again. The next step was to work out what could have caused this residual haunting. Soon, Daryl uncovered a horrific truth. One of the fair's workers from its earliest days had a brutal criminal history. This man is long dead, but over a hundred years ago, he pleaded guilty and was jailed in a case of violence against a child. I think this place has an energy because of him. The fair has been here for years. And then after this disclosure, this place has just become like decay. And it never was that way. It never was. So perhaps a guilty spirit is behind these hauntings. Melanie Hodgman has been looking at this theory. As one of Alaska's leading paranormal investigators, she believes this case could point to a poltergeist. Usually poltergeists are formed by someone who's going through mental anguish. And the more anguish there is, the more it can feed off that anguish and fear. And the stronger they get, the more they can move things. You hear footsteps, you get the more physical activity. We're gonna investigate. Melanie will journey to the scene of the haunting. Together with her paranormal team, 
she'll embark on an overnight investigation to reach out and talk to the spirit or spirits that roam here. We've heard stories of voices and footsteps. We know there's something up here. Eric Wardlaw is helping with the investigation. That's kind of one of the reasons why we do these things is, you know, we're looking for answers for a lot of this stuff. Closed circuit TV with night vision is placed all over the building so that any paranormal activity is caught on camera. Camera two is online and they're all recording. Are you ready? Uh, yeah. The lights are brought down and Melanie and Eric look out for signs of the spirits. Then, eight minutes later. Did you hear that? I heard it. Yeah. A sound from upstairs where footsteps and voices have been heard by staff. Eric investigates. Do we have anybody up here that'd like to maybe come out and talk? Probably been a long time since you had anybody to talk to. A strange orb appears on CCTV, perhaps belonging to some kind of entity. So Eric starts the ghost box to search for high electromagnetic frequencies. It's said these can be manipulated by the spirits to produce words and messages to the ghost hunter. Tell us your name and be sure a lot easier to talk to you. Sorry. For Melanie, the word sorry has significance. It made me feel like whoever was trying to communicate with us had done something that they're sorry for. This could be the dark spirit expressing remorse for his crime. Melanie tries to find out more using another tool of her trade, flashlights. I turn the flashlight where it's barely off. Then Melanie will ask the spirits a series of questions. Does anybody want to talk? I want someone to turn on a flashlight, please. There you go. Thank you. At last, Melanie's made a connection to the other side. See if you can get it to turn back off. Can you turn it off? But Melanie needs to find out who this spirit is. Are you sad because there's no fear? Usually the place is full of laughter. Oh, there you go. Thank you. It seems like a yes. Do you like it here at the fairgrounds? There you go. Thank you. Again, a yes. Can you make that light turn back off now? This spirit, however, remains silent for the rest of the night. But Melanie's investigation continues. I always hope that we get a little more interaction because then you learn things about people, but it still was a very exciting night. Back at base, Melanie's been reviewing the footage from her investigation. She's found something intriguing upstairs at Badger Hall. Eric is upstairs, and when he leaves the room, there are three orbs that follow him. There's one orb, and then there's the second orb, and then the third orb just comes right out of the wall there and follows him out the door. 
my theory is that the orbs are spirits. Um, usually they'll hang around a place where something traumatic happened to them and they're stuck. It's hard to tell what has gone on in the past. Perhaps they're fleeing from the dark spirit of the violent criminal. Next, Melanie finds a more sinister orb. It's square. And a square orb is something that I've never seen. It just goes up and disappears. Paranormal expert Jeff Richards has been looking at this orb. That's a remarkable capture. Whatever source of negativity that those other energies seem to be moving away from, maybe this is the assailant, the boogeyman, the, the thing that they're, they're scared of. Then, it seems something ominous happens to Melanie's footage. Suddenly, it goes black. It's just crazy. I don't know how to explain it. Perhaps a warning from the evil entity not to dig any deeper. The message that I got is, leave me alone. This feels to me like something might be trying to stand in the way of us seeing what else is happening here and stop this investigation dead in its tracks. But the Tanana Valley State Fairground haunting is just one of many paranormal phenomena that seem to plague the Alaska Triangle. Not only do ships and planes mysteriously go missing here, but also thousands of people. You enter it at your peril. Hundreds of Alaskans go missing every year at a rate that's twice the U.S. average. Their families are left with unanswered questions. They found no evidence of him. And he's still missing to this day. It was just like he vanished. Perhaps these mysterious disappearances have a shocking explanation. Is it possible that many of these were due to alien abductions? One of the strangest happened in July 2012 in Seward, on the southern edge of the Alaska Triangle. This mysterious vanishing occurred during a running race on the mountain that towers over this town, Mount Marathon. Journalist Andrew Goff has been investigating. The Mount Marathon race is infamous for its cruelty. The route is only three miles long, but up a grueling 3,000-foot slope to the race summit before rushing back down to the finish line. It's not for the faint-hearted. At 3 p.m., around 1,000 competitors set off. One of them, a fit 65-year-old runner, made his way up the mountain. The weather was a bit foggy, but you could clearly see the race summit. Even the spectators can see the runners making their way up the mountain and back down again. And they cheer them on. Nothing seemed out of the ordinary on that day. Nearly three hours later, the 65-year-old became one of the last stragglers of the race. But he was determined to reach the summit. A race official told him he had just 200 feet to go to the summit, took his bib number, and expected to see him over the finish line in about 90 minutes. But 90 minutes came and went, and the runner never made it back down the mountain. 
organizers launched an urgent search and rescue mission. As local Alaskan writer Steve Levi remembers. We're talking about a full-blown search because this is right in the middle of the mountain marathon, which means that there were lots of state troopers down there, lots of people. And when he was missing, everybody went looking for him and he was just gone, vanished. Helicopters with heat-seeking equipment hunted desperately for days. But with no sign of the missing runner, the search was called off. Vancouver-based researcher Johnny Enoch has been looking into this case. This story is so terrifying, in full view, in front of thousands of people watching that race, he just disappears off the mountain. And is never seen again. No sign, no clues, he disappears into the ether. To this day, he is gone, they have not found the body, not a piece of clothing, nothing, nothing. He just vanished. With no sign of the runner ever found, this disappearance has baffled all experts. But perhaps this points to the triangle at work. Planes here have reported strange electromagnetic interference moments before crashing to Earth. The same forces could have led the runner to his fate. Could the strange magnetic forces of the triangle have somehow steered him off course? We just don't know. It's a complete mystery. No one knows what happened to the runner, but he sadly joined the thousands of others who've gone missing in Alaska. Later that same year, another person would seemingly fall victim to the powers of the triangle. A 32-year-old tourist left the cabin he was staying in to explore the gates of the Arctic National Park, where he went missing. Dwayne Stone investigated this case when he was a sergeant with the Alaska State Troopers. He was really interested in the remoteness, and I think he was wanting to test himself and his skills in a place that you truly are challenged. The trained survivalist was highly skilled at bushcraft and living off the land. He planned to end his stay with a straightforward 30-mile hike to the nearest airport, where he would catch his flight home. But he never made it onto that plane. The alarm was raised with the state troopers, and Dwayne headed up the search and rescue mission. We got a call from family and friends, and they said that he was overdue and he didn't catch his flight. By now, it was well into fall, and the temperature was dropping rapidly. Because of the weather and the time of year, I thought that we needed to get on it immediately, and we did. With no time to waste, Dwayne's colleagues flew towards Ambler, then hiked the remaining journey by foot to the remote cabin where the hiker was last seen alive. They started looking in the cabin for anything that would give us a clue to what he might have done or where he may have gone. They found his notebook or diary. It gave us some clue that he might have gone upriver farther to some higher country. It's pretty treacherous. Just about the time the bears are going to den. Armed with these new clues, the team continued their search. Eventually, they found something strange and perhaps even sinister. They found a circle that was made with stone. 
We thought it might have some significance. The troopers looked it over. First, they thought maybe an SOS, but there was no S's with it. There was just a circle. So we're not sure exactly why it was there or how it got there. This circle was perhaps the strangest and most mysterious aspect of the case. What did it mean? Could this hiker have made it? Or could there have been something that could have created it? Journalist Andrew Goff has a radical theory behind this strange circle. Most terrifying of all, could this have signified some kind of vortex taking this man into another world or another dimension? Some experts link this vortex phenomenon to the 1931 disappearance of SS Bechimo and the vanishing of the C-54 Douglas military plane in 1950 with 44 passengers on board. The Alaska Triangle has reportedly had vortexes opening up that have drawn in planes, even ships. Who's to say the same thing hasn't happened to people? Thousands of miles of terrain was searched for the missing hiker, but no trace of him was ever found. For investigator Dwayne Stone, one of his strangest missing cases remains unsolved. The mystery is what happened? What did he do? Something went wrong in this journey. But on the western edge of the triangle, there's a place where the authorities have been investigating a whole catalog of unexplained disappearances. On the edge of the Bering Sea lies Nome, where dozens of people have vanished without a trace. Researcher Johnny Enoch has been looking into this case. Many of the missing were native Alaskans from nearby villages who were just visiting Nome when they disappeared. At one point, local native communities were so afraid that they even refused to venture into the city. The high numbers of disappearances around Nome caused such concern that in 2005, the FBI were brought in to investigate. And a year later, they reported their findings. When the FBI investigated these cases, they explained them away as just being a product of the cold weather. But I think that there's more going on here. Former resident Brian Kulik also believes there's more than meets the eye here. In the space of just a month, he lost two family members in mysterious circumstances. In December 2010, one of these relatives had been staying in a cabin on the coast. For some reason, he decided to, to walk to Nome, and he walked out along the coastline. He never made it to his destination. Search and rescue teams went out to go look for him, and they found no evidence of him. He's still missing to this day. Just days earlier, Brian's family had already suffered another unexplained loss. His young relative set off by snowmobile from the village of Brevig Mission to nearby Teller. They're eight miles apart, and it's a straight shot, and you can see the lights from one village to the next, so it'd be hard to get lost. He never made it home and was reported missing. When search and rescue teams went to look for him, they found his tracks in the snow, but mysteriously they stopped dead and didn't go any further. 
they just end. And uh, there's no hole in the ice where he could have fell through. There's no evidence of him or his vehicle anywhere. It was just like he vanished. And to this day, he's still missing and uh, would like to get him back. Brian doesn't believe the FBI's theory that many local disappearances are down to the cold Arctic climate. Perhaps there's something even more menacing at play. This region has a long history of sinister UFO encounters. Somewhere as remote as Nome would be the perfect place for extraterrestrial abductions. Over 16,000 people have gone missing in the last 30 years, presumed dead in strange circumstances. Is it possible that many of these were due to alien abductions? On the western edge of the triangle lies Nome, which appears to be the epicenter for dozens of these strange disappearances. Brian Kulik lost two relatives in mysterious circumstances in this region. And he's linked it to a sinister incident he had near the town of Teller when he was in high school. One day, right around midnight, I was down in Teller and I decided to go home. It's a two-mile drive. Suddenly, Brian says a strange object appeared ahead of him. It was heading towards me and I turned and I looked. And what I saw, it was a, a round stainless steel, highly polished machine. And it moved really, really fast. This UFO was now hovering above him. And it shined a really bright light at me. And it was almost like an arc light, like a welding light. It kind of blinded you. I thought that I was gonna get abducted. I got the shakes. Maybe I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. It was the most scariest thing that I ever saw. Luckily for Brian, it seems the UFO decided on a change of course. It went up in the air and it zipped back the way it came. It seemed Brian had been spared. I broke down crying. I, I got really nervous. And that's when I realized I just had a close call with a, a UFO. To this day, it, it uh, still scares me. To add further weight to the alien abduction theory, journalist Andrew Goff has found evidence of UFO activity around the region of Nome in the U.S. Air Force's official record of UFO sightings. Project Blue Book. An incident is reported as far back as the 19th of August, 1960. A round white object, red at the base, was seen flying over the city, hovering for nearly four minutes. Then it disappeared over the horizon. Two hours later, the same mysterious object was reported once again. More recently, on October 30th, 2011, a mutual UFO network case file reports a star-like object in the night sky for several hours. According to the file, it may turns, change directions, all at extremely high speeds. This just adds to the weight of evidence that there is some sinister extraterrestrial activity in and around Nome. The reason why Nome has been targeted by UFOs could lie in its secret Cold War history. 
60-foot antennas were built here to detect and warn the military of a Soviet invasion. And they remain as a navigational aid for aircraft to this day. Perhaps alien intelligence is using them too. So could extraterrestrials be using them to navigate to some kind of alien base deep underground or in the water off the coast? Some local residents say they've had sightings to support this theory. There might be uh, underwater bases around. Just because there's so many sightings of things in the water, of lights, I think what I saw might have been a UFO heading towards an underwater base. Are these strange disappearances part of mass experiments on humans by this unknown alien life form? We can only assume that extraterrestrials that are coming here from thousands of light years away in these very advanced vehicles probably are equipped with scientists that are highly fascinated by our biodiversity. So why wouldn't they be abducting humans to take samples? Why aliens would experiment on humans is anyone's guess. It could be purely inquisitive or perhaps an act of evil. This wouldn't be the first time that alien intelligence has been accused of setting its sights on Alaska. In a land as remote as this, anything can happen. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 